Matthew, the 28th chapter. And this is after Jesus had been crucified. This is after he rose from the dead. This is just a little while before he's fixing to leave. And the disciples, he told his, uh, sent word to the disciples and told them where to meet him at. Uh, we find out, you know, through this last part of this 28th chapter that they, uh, the scribes and some of the chief priests, they gathered the people, some of the people up to, to, to the soldiers, you know, that was guarding the tomb. And they said they'd give them a large amount of money, you know, to tell that, you know, the disciples come and stole his body. And they said that's being taught today still, you know, what the Bible says. But 16 first and on down here, it says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into the mount where Jesus appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Let that sink in for just a moment. The last, the last part, the last verse. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And I like this last part. And lo, I'm, all, I'm with you. Yes. The next word, always. Amen. I mean, that's worth coming to church for if you don't come for nothing else. Just hear that, hear that scripture. He said, I'm with you. Always, even until the end of the world. I just want you to let that sink in your spirit this morning for just a little bit. And through the times and troubles that we're going through today and through our whole lives, and seem like it's even worse right now. But Christ, you know, the Bible tells us His you know, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He don't change. So if He don't change. Just common sense to tell me this last word or last scripture I read to you, it ain't changed. Amen. He's, I'm with you. Always. And we have seen over the last two or three or eight years, maybe some of the last year and a half, I guess a couple of years, real strongly that Satan is trying to stop the church world today very much so. If he can do that, he can, he can gain a lot of ground. But the scripture says, I'm with you. And we read a little bit before that, he said, all power is given to me. I can do anything. And he said, I'll be with you. Not through the good times. Not the bad time, but I'll be there always. Amen. Always until, put this bone verse, until we get out of here. Until I come back, I'm with you. I'm not going nowhere. I've overcame. I've got power. And I want you to just let that sink in for just a little bit today as we go into the next part of the scripture. We can turn back with me if you want to the 14th chapter of Matthew. I want to read a few verses of scripture there today. And I'm here this morning, I guess. I don't know. Hopefully I can give you some words of encouragement today. I'll know we're all humans today. If you're human, this message is for you today. If you're not human, you just sit back and listen and say, well, they needed that. 
Because sometimes we got to a point we don't think we need God. Sometimes, amen. Sometimes, you know, we, we, we treat him, we don't think we do, but we don't treat him too good sometimes. We forget him sometimes. Amen. Amen. But he said, I'm with you always. I got you. Because you covered you. Believe in me. Amen. If you believe my word, I got you. So that is why it is so important today that we know what the word of God says. Amen. Amen. I'll take it a step further. It's the most important thing that we ever learned in our life is the word of God. And accept it, the most important thing. Let me bring back up just a minute. But to know what God's word says. Because there's times in your life and there are times in my life, this last this scripture I just read to you in the last part of Matthew, you need to sit there. Sometimes you're going to need it. Because there's no place else to turn sometimes because it seems like the whole world turns to get you sometimes and you don't know where to turn. But Christ said, I'm with you. Always. And we need to tell Satan sometimes, listen, i got a friend. And he told me he would always be with me. And he's got more power than you have. Because all power is given to him in heaven and earth. We're fixing to read a story a little bit to, about a little bit. I'm going to read three verses here. And it's right in the middle of the whole situation. We've got to go back to it just a little bit. Matthew, the 14th chapter. I'm going to read the 20, 21st, and 22nd verse. And this was just, this was right after he had fed the, five, the multitude of people. Y'all all probably know the story. But he said, they all did eat and were filled. And we know and for the, from the preaching and from the teachings, and you learn this in Bible school and Bible class, that they fed the, he fed this whole multitude with a couple of fish and five loaves of bread. And they said they all did eat, and they were filled, and they took up the fragments that were left of about 12 baskets full. And they were all eaten, and they that had eaten about 5,000 men, besides women and children, and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the ship and go, to the, go before him and to the other side while he sent the multitude away. And I want to just, as we read them three verses, I want to back up just a little bit and talk about a few things the disciples have seen. Disciples is there. We, you know, they and, and to this story here, you can find. I don't know if it's in this in, in John's gospel or Matthew, one of the gospels, that they wanted the Christ to send a multitude away because, you know, this is this was right after you know that we find out that you know they had got some news that John the Baptist had been he had been killed and he had been beheaded because of Herod, you know, Herod's daughter, you know, and. Kind of tricked him. You ain't gotten to or get to the whole story. You know that he danced before him on the birthday, and and she wanted the head of John the Baptist because the old you know Herod told her he'd give her you know what she asked for, and that's what she asked for. And John's cause or Herod cause of his oath, he didn't go back on his oath. And um, you can read on it sometime. I'll go talking to or I'll go in that much about it. But the Bible said the disciples went and took out his body and buried him. You know John. 
And you find out through uh, some situations, you know, and you take the disciples that have been Christ for a little while and just get to realize what some of the things that was going through their minds, you know, why stuff happens. And we do the same thing today. Why stuff happens when we're in, we still, you know, they still was with Jesus Christ because just right after this, you know, they buried, buried John and we find out they was with the multitude of people and they seen him feed the 5,000, this and that. They were still with Christ, but they still probably in their minds probably, but I, I just don't understand. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? There's sometimes you're in church and things happen in your life, you just don't understand why. Why this happened? If he, who he says he is, if he can do these things here, why did this happen to John? And why did this and that? We into our lives today. We wonder why this happened. Why that happened? And I'm just going to be. I almost be. You know, the way I look at some things, I can't answer. But I know God said He would. Christ said He would always be with us through the good times and through the bad times. And disciples, you know, as they had uh, fed these, he wants a multitude of uh, people that he had fed with two fish and five loaves of bread. Could you imagine some of the things that was going through their minds, you know, as they started distributing this fish out, you know, two small fish, and one of the couple said they're small fish through 5,000 men. There's a multitude of people that had followed Christ to a place and they'd listened to him, you know, pretty well all day. The, and you imagine, you know, they got so involved in what he was speaking about. The evening came and they was there and they were probably now they was hungry. And the disciples wanted to send them away. And they said, there's no Christ, they don't need to depart. Christ, why? Christ is always there. He always take care of the needs. And then fish, and you know, y'all know this story here. And he took and fish and blessed it and, and, and started to strip among the people, and it never ran out. It never ran out. Today, the goodness of God will never run out Amen. if we believe in it. When it's unlocked, there's no way, it seems no way, but there is a way. The disciples didn't seem, there was no way possible that this could, the, the 5,000 would be fed, but they was fed. Why? Because of Jesus Christ. Amen. And they gathered up 12 baskets full that was left. They had more after they got through eating than they had when they started. Yes. Why? Because they obeyed the word of God. And you took the disciples as they, as you begin to, as they begin to see these, these things happen in their back of their minds, you know. And I want to share with you just a few things that is, through the, up till now, some of the things that they have seen. They have seen a man that was sick that was healed. They've seen a woman that had the issue of blood. You know, y'all know that story that was, that the issue of blood was gone. They seen a little girl that was that they came to Christ as this little girl had died, and Christ said she's not dead. And they laughed at him. You know, he went into the bedroom and took her by the hand and told her to rise. She rose up. The disciples he seen some of this stuff here. And they seen a blind man heal, and they seen a leopard heal. They seen dumb people, the dumb man speak, and the man that possessed with devils, they seen the devil cast out. They seen all of these things happen. And now Christ told them to go to the other side, get in the ship and go to the other side. And they got in the ship. 
And they started going to the other side and Christ, the Bible says, he was going to send the multitude of people away. While they was getting in the, while they was in the storm and Christ, the Bible says, sent the multitude away. He went to a mountain. He'd been to a point. He needed to be alone for a while by himself and praying. He had a long day. Christ had had a long day. You know, he needed, he needed some long time. But he told the disciples, he said, you get in this ship, you go to the side. Christ could have gotten the ship with them and he said, you know, he could have took care of everything, you know, and they would have had to worry about nothing. But he said, y'all get in the ship by yourselves. I'll put his own version a little bit and get to the other side. I'll catch you on the other side. I'll meet you over there. There's times in our lives today we wish, you know, Brother Keith, sometimes that God would do, or Christ would do things a little bit different. Because they got to the ship and they got to the other side and the storm started coming. And it got so bad, they just, you know, they got a point they didn't know what they were going to do. And they begin to doubt probably, no doubt. I don't know this ain't scripture, but they begin to doubt, you know, and they begin to wonder what's going on, why we're doing what Christ told us to do. But they in their mind, they think we ain't going to make it. Have you ever been in a situation that you didn't think you were going to make it? Can we be real this morning? That you get to a point, you know, you think, well, this is the end of the rope. I can't make it. Then you begin to say, well, I'm doing what God wants me to do. I'm going to church. I'm reading my Bible and all these things happen. If Christ would just do this, God would just do this a different way. It'll be all right. I don't understand. This disciples got to a point, no doubt, that he's ready to give up. And they could, you could almost in their minds, they was human like you and I was. Why did Christ send us out here if he knew what was going to happen? Why did he tell us to go this way? Amen. Come on. Come on. Amen. Christ knew all this stuff was going to happen the last year and a half that it happened. You ever wonder why he allowed it to happen? Amen. I have. Don't you wish you could raise time back for a year and a half, two years, and this thing would have never happened? Huh, come on. on It'll never happen. Things, you know, people, some people wouldn't be mad at one another like they are now. You know, the churches would have a few more people in it because God, you know, people took this out against God and said, you know, God. Amen. It wasn't the world took it out on God. It was the church people Amen. that took it out on God. If this is where it's going to be, I'll just stay home. Don't shut me out of here just yet. I was talking to a preacher, a holiness preacher the other day. He's got a friend. I remember this uh, a preacher that I used to listen to when I was a kid, you know, a long time ago that come to the church where I was going at. And he told him, he said, you know, he said, I couldn't be the preacher today like y'all are today because I couldn't handle what y'all are going through right now. I couldn't handle it. And I begin to wonder sometimes if I can handle it. But I know God's put me here for a purpose for a season. I'd like to jump out of the boat every once in a while. I know y'all don't. Y'all want to stay in here, don't you? 
I like to jump out and say, you know, God, this is, I mean, I'm just going to a point, you know, sometimes you want to take your head and butt it against a wall. Anybody ever done that? Amen. Make it a rubber wall. It don't hurt near as bad. But Sabo said, you know, storms come with Christ told us to go over here and we ain't going to make it. We ain't going to make it. But Jesus said, I, what, 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 you know, I, read, I know this is going back in the, in the chapter, but he said, I'll be with you always. Yes. Always. Why did they pick up the fragments? Why did Christ just say, well, just, y'all just strip them against, the, you know, everybody else, let them take them home with them. He said, y'all gather up these fragments. In my opinion, they're going to need them. They're going to need them. And to my opinion, through this storm right now, they need to go back into the kitchen part of that boat and look what God had. Amen. You'll get it here in a minute. They need to look at the fragments and say, if it hadn't been for God, if it hadn't been for Christ who's on my side, I wouldn't have made it this far. I'm trying to give you some encouragement this morning. Through the times that we live in today, it's easy to put Christ and put the church on the back burner and say, you know, we'll just see how it pans out. But God told us, and the Bible teaches us today, that we're going to a place called heaven. There's no place in the Bible he ever said it'll be a bed of roses. Everything's going to be easy. Like the world is preaching to you today. Like the ministers today, a lot of them across the world is preaching to you today. You do this and you'll never have another problem in your life. Tell the disciples this. They followed Jesus. They slept with him on the hillside and they was in a storm right now. They thought they was going to drown. They was doing what Christ told them to do. And they was in the storm of their life. They was in the fight of their life. But we got to keep on trusting him. We got to keep going sometime back and look at the fragments. You don't lose the fragments. Amen. I'm going to get a little personal on you sometimes this morning. It's all right. I looked through time. You know, I remember... When I got a phone call, and, and I think it's from Linda, they told me Verdell had passed away. I couldn't believe it. You know, I just couldn't believe it. Why? To me, Verdell was in the prime of his life. You know, he's having fun, enjoying it. You know, still seems seem sitting there. Then I think, you know, maybe he couldn't handle what was going on right now. Amen. Possible. But oh, I still see him over there, you know, and when I started preaching, you know, and the times, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit would be, a, you know, in the service real good. He'd have that hand cocked over there and he'd be doing this and that, not in that hand. That's some fragments I've got. <laughs> I was preaching here one day, you know, and we was, I was sitting here preaching. And I looked up and I seen the doors back there that was shut. And I seen a whole family back there, of people that was sitting back here in the back, and it was the Cornet family. And the storm was in their life. 
but they called out to Jesus. Come on. Let's give God praise this morning. There was a storm coming, but instead of running, we gathered up and we come to a church. And when the doors open, here they come. The old family did. Wow, they did the storm in their life. When the storm comes in our lives today, there's not but one place to run to, and that is to run to Jesus Christ. The storm is coming to the disciples' life here. And the Bible says Christ came to them walking on water, and they was afraid. When the Bible says here that Peter said, if it's you... He let me come out and walk on water. There's times in life today, and I believe today, the Bible don't record this, but I believe some of the other disciples said, Peter, don't do this. Don't step out. There's no possible way that you can walk upon that water. But there's times in life today that God is wanting us to stretch our faith today and say, listen, it may not make no sense to the world. It may not make no sense to who I'm sitting around, but I'm not going to sit here I'm going to do what God tells me to do. I'm going to believe in His Word today. I'm going to believe in the power of the Holy Spirit today. And I'm going to step out on faith today and say, greater is He that's in me than he that's in the world today. I know I'm overcomers today. I know Christ sent me on this road today. I sometimes I wonder how much longer I can keep on pastoring. I can keep on preaching. But I read this last verse in the Bible and says, I'm with you always, even in until the end. So let me tell you something saints. Christ it went nowhere. It's time for us to step out on faith. Every once in a while I say listen, I'm doing what the Bible says today. I'm going to believe in this word. Why? I'm wanting to get to a place called heaven. I'm wanting to get there. I'm wanting to get there. I'm wanting to get there. I was sitting at work one day. I was sitting at work. I was at work one day. My phone rung. I'm home, I'm gosh. It was, it was Brother Keith called me. You probably remember the day you called me. There's a storm going on in his life. And I'll never forget one of the words you told me. He said, I'll be at church Sunday and ain't nobody keep me away from that altar. Praise God. See, some of these are the fragments that I've got in my basket, in my basket. They might not be yours, but it gets me up every morning sometimes. And I look at the fragments that I've got, I've gathered over the years, and I say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And I believe today, through the pandemic we're going on through today, and all the creatures in the world today, I don't understand it. I don't know why God let it, allow it to happen, but I'm here today to say we need today be closer to God than we've ever been in our life today. Why? Hey, I believe today Christ is trying to wake some of us up today and say, listen, the end is not far off. Instead of running away from the church, we start need to start running to the church today. Amen. Just like Peter did. Peter said, I'm going out and I'm walking up on the water. And the Bible says he got on the water and he began to walk towards Christ. Oh, let me tell you something, saints, today. If we'll listen to Christ and we'll listen to his word, you can walk on the problems that you're facing today. But if you listen to the world, you'll sink. 
And the Bible says Peter got to listen to the ways he could hear them. Then he started looking at them. He began to sink. He began to sink. You know, I've read this story a lot in my life. I've preached it many times. You've heard me preach it so many times. And I'm getting to think of kind of imagining some stuff. You know, I'm just a crazy guy that imagines things. It never said that, you know, Peter started sinking, that Christ run to him and picked him up. He said, reach down and grab him by the hand. Come on, let's, let's put a little two and two together here. Amen. He reached down and said, oh, you little faith, why'd you doubt? And my, my crazy mind began to wonder, how can you be that close to Christ? And start sinking. I think, you know, I, I, I probably would have sucked too, but I think about that close to Christ, Brother Chris, I've been shouting all around him. Amen. So I'm just this close. I reached down, I, I, I pick him up, and that's how close he was. But Peter was sinking. Amen. If I'm that close to Christ, I've been walking all around the water. Amen. I think, and that blows my mind today. When Satan comes against the church, we're that close to Christ and we sink. Amen. I don't know if I'm making sense to you or not. To me, that's scary. But Christ, I loved about him so much. As he reached down, he got him. Stand on up. He picked him up. He said, I'm taking you back to the boat. We're going to have a good time. He didn't say, you know, oh, you should never start it. I'm just going to let you sink. He says, no. I told you. I'm putting this a little bit. No. I'll be with you always. I got you. Bible don't record this. But I believe as they walk back in the boat, this is my personal opinion. I know he told him, he said, you know, what do you doubt? But I believe on the back of going the way back, he said, you know, Peter, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Because you did step out. He got back in the boat, the storm calmed. So in a nutshell, I guess I'll close out. I hope you got anything out of this. Disciples seen all the great things. Man, they seen thing, miracle after miracle after miracle. And they still struggled. We've seen a lot of things over years. This is church. You look back in your life, you've seen a lot of things in your life. And we're just like Peter, we still struggle. But praise be unto God. If you don't get anything, get this. He said, I still got you. I'll still reach down and get you. Why? Because he said, I'll be with you always. I didn't hang on the cross to be mocked out. I hung on the cross for y'all. So I'm going to close with this.
I don't know if it's the right way to say it or not, but I guess there's sometimes it's, how to say this? There's sometimes with doubt, I said there's nothing wrong with it. I didn't say that really is that, but there's sometimes with doubt, we're humans. We mess up. We mess up. The disciples, my opinion, when the storm started coming, you know, sometimes we let a storm brew in our life and it gets worse at day after day after day because we don't turn to God. Amen. It happens sometimes because we're so kind of aggravated, kind of mad at God. I know y'all don't get mad at God or aggravated at God, but some, some of us does every once in a while. And they didn't go back and look in the fragments and say, man, I remember the day this happened. I remember the day, you know, the, one of the disciples said, do you, don't you remember that day, you know, he went into this little girl's house. They said she was dead. Everybody laughed at him. He come back out. They come out together. Explain that to me. I seen, you know, I seen a man who was blind, you know, and he just touched his eyes and he's healed, you know. Explain that to me. They should look back a little bit sometimes. So I'm going to tell you this morning, we close out, and I will, I will shut up with this. It's nothing wrong if every once in a while looking back and say, you know, God, I thank you for the fragments it's in my life. Amen. Let me just, re just remind me of them. So as Peter walked out on water, he'd done something wasn't possible. And there's something in your life maybe going on today. It may not be possible for you to do it by yourself. But with Christ, all things are possible. Let's stand together today. If you need to come and pray for any reason, we ask you to right now, if anybody needs to. I hope and pray you got something on the message today. But Christ said, I'll be with you always. I'll be with you always, even to the end. Aren't you thankful for that today? Aren't you thankful for that today? Father, today, the in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you today thanking you for this opportunity that we've had to be in your house. I thank you today for your word today, Father. I ask you to forgive us, Father, where we failed you from time to time. And Father, I just thank you so much for the plan of salvation, the hope that we have in your word today. I thank you, Father, for this church today, for all these people that's here today, Father. We thank you so much for each and every one. I ask you to bless them today, Father. I thank you for the material things you're doing here at this church you're giving us today, Father. We just pray that we can use it to build your kingdom and for your glory today, Father. Be it those that's sick today, Father. For someone here never accepted their Savior, I pray, Father, they'll do it today, Father. And Father, we love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God's good to us. Amen.